you could only hear yourself outside of the headphones, you'd realize how angelic that note was that you just hit. <laughs> Go up. It's like, dude, am I being blessed by the son of it the is son Sunday. of God? It is Sunday. It is Sunday. Fucking taking me to church with that fucking vocal right there. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you looking for a new lead singer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that happened? No. I don't know Please. if you heard that. I did, yeah. Someone, you showed yeah. me that. Yeah. Please submit over text message directly to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Take new lead singer submissions. <laughs> so that's like DMing a girl to go out via her boyfriend. Yeah. Yo, can I go out? Are you with accepting your boyfriend replacements? <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to be your girlfriend. If you hey man, if you're busy, let me know whenever you're busy, dude. I can Just fill in. Just give me a shot. I can do it. <laughs> I think your girlfriend likes me, so I can make sure it's cool with you first. You're a good boyfriend, bud. <laughs> yeah, that was impressive, dude. <laughs> to my house. Bum, 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 bum. Welcome to my house. And you've been house-pilled, folks. Do you have a sudden urge to uh, involve yourself in a 30-year commitment? A mortgage, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Something you can call your own? A, Are you a looking push? for a little equity? Yeah, wow. equity. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that word. Now I want to buy a house. And, and uh, <laughs> well, I want to buy a house because you guys just... Um, just we're discussing before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just said that. And yeah. of course... It's contagious, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really... It's less to do with me wanting a house and more to do with me not wanting to be the only one of my friends that doesn't have a house. Yeah, yeah It's really true. all peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. And you were kind of counting on us to be a couple steps behind you. I was hoping so, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're, you're a month older than me. Yeah. So you were at least hoping to buy a house at least a month at before least a month. At least a month, yes. I would hope yeah. so. Or and like a month and a day and a year ahead mm-hmm. of Liz. Right. Well, exactly. And that's the that therein lies the problem. See, if I were to buy a house before you, you'd have at least a month before you should even feel any way about it. Exactly. You'd be like, oh my God, he's you know, he's got more experience. Yeah. He's m- more mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? He's been around the block a month longer than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've he's, seen he's things. A couple blocks ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh now you guys are really, really looking into it. Yeah. And uh I gotta be honest, I've coincidentally nothing to do with you guys mm-hmm. i've also been looking into it Ooh. interesting mm-hmm. nice wow. it's in mm-hmm. the air it's like you remember it when like our friends took like real estate exams like 10 years ago and tried mm-hmm. to get us to buy houses then mm-hmm. ridiculous <laughs> but now but now we're looking well now our friends actually like henry for instance is a real estate agent and um but when he first got in yeah he did the same thing he was trying to get me to buy a house and I was like, so what do I do? He was like, I don't know. And I was like, all right, we both don't know what's going on here. Dude. Yeah. We both have zero clue how this. Well, it's like one of us like, should know. And I feel like it should be you. Yeah. Because you want me to do it. You're <laughs> like, the guy. You're, you're telling me, man. Like, well, then also like he, like you had to like, you know, you had to like talk to a bank or whatever to see what kind of loan you could get. And they're like, nah, you don't get anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. No loan. I was like, what you. am I supposed to do? Like, like, we so don't, I can't buy a house? We don't trust <laughs> you as far as we can throw you, dude. Like, it's not happening. 
<laughs> You're not ready to be house pilled, dude. That's yeah. what that's what Bank of America told me. Dude. I don't even think you understand. You'll have to give this money back, <laughs> so we can't give it to you. <laughs> it's it's not just free money. It's uh, there's expectations. Yeah. But here's a four hundred thousand dollars student loan if you want. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fine. That <laughs> totally you don't need fine. to know anything. But oh, you want a place to live? No yeah. way. You can only you use like, this like towards basic. renting a place, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is for student housing, not oh, student homing. You want to spend yeah. this on something that actually has physical value that we could reclaim in the offset chance that you don't pay back your mortgage? No. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We'd rather give you money for something we could never reclaim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, We'd rather just like education. bleed you dry. Yeah. <laughs> we can't we can't many years. if you don't pay off your student loans, we can't take back your education and sell yeah, it at a foreclosed rate. Yeah, yeah. The government hasn't allowed us to do that yet. But yeah, here's this guy's education. <laughs> trust and believe sell it on the market. Trust and believe as soon as we can, we'll figure that out too. That is strange now to think yeah. about it. Like it is weird that first of all, does it sound echoey to anybody else or is it just me? Or these um, headphones really loud? They might just be loud. Okay. They're a I think we're loud. just okay. Okay, now and we're good. Do you have the speakers on? No, 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 no. Okay. no. I think we're good. It's weird that um, they're so much more like liberal with giving out student loans and things like that mm-hmm. than they are for mortgages for that exact reason. It's like if somebody doesn't pay back their mortgage, you can just reclaim the house and resell it at market value or at least get some of your money back. There's a physical asset there. Yeah. And they're much more strict on who they give mortgages to mm-hmm. versus the student loan thing. It's like... Well, if somebody doesn't pay back their student loans, there's right. nothing you can do to like, there's no collateral there. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the thing too, is again, like predatory loaning uh, practices as well as like it was going to be the new bubble or whatever, like without trying to do some of the student loan forgiveness. And then people are also like, oh, you can't do that. It's not fair or whatever. You can't, I already paid my loans. You can't mm-hmm. forgive the loans. It's like, yeah, but like, a bunch of people never are going to be able to, and so oh, yeah. a lot of people never will, which means mm. at a certain point, that's going to pop. The bubble bursts, yeah. yeah. I'm begging to be predatory loaned to. That's the <laughs> only way I could get a mortgage. Yeah. I need yeah. somebody to say, this guy, there's no fucking way he's paying it back, so I'll give him a loan. I'll be like, all right. Yeah. You need I'll one fucking of the, take that bet. You need like yeah, a 2007 yeah. housing loan. <laughs> I need a guy I need a guy from yeah. 2007 to give me a loan. I need to yeah. go back in time. You need to lump those into that prime bucket. <laughs> Find like a fucking emo, emo yeah. mortgage guy. Yeah, I wish I'd McMansion. get big shorted. <laughs> <laughs> somebody short me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, dude. It's a shame. I hear about all these guys purposefully giving out shitty loans and none of them none of them ever talk they to me. They never hit you up. They yeah. never hit me up. This guys. is this was like me when all of my friends were being sexually harassed by Stompy and he mm-hmm. never even attempted to message me. It, will somebody please prey on me? <laughs> will somebody please oh pay God, me to step no. on their balls? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to accept payment, but I would like to be offered <laughs> the opportunity. Yeah, I'm not going to do it, but please just give me the money, maybe. Oh you you start paying Stompy to offer to pay you. <laughs> oh Don't tell anyone I did this, okay? <laughs> like, uh, I was actually yeah. thinking about him the other day. I, uh, I was watching the, the Dahmer series recently, and um, oh God. it got me thinking, <laughs> oh, no. it got me thinking, like, wow, I know a guy that still to this day is constantly hitting me up for 
various services. Man, he still hits you. He, up. I would say oh at God. least. I thought he like died or something. I would say every <laughs> oh four to five months, every three to five months, I get a Facebook message. He rolls through so, his rotation. He does. Your, bat, your yeah. number comes Roll back up. Yeah. Jesus. Like he thinks that like he's like all right. So, he's got a couple months. He back. probably forgot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like I'm thinking like this, I'm still on this dude's radar. Yeah. yeah, he could probably be listening to this as we speak. Oh, probably. Yeah. And it's like, if this... and now he hears that you'd really like a loan. So <laughs> That's true. He's like, someone might need a little help with the mortgage payments. Yeah. I will Actually... stomp on your nuts for three percent cash back, please. Twenty percent down. I'll pay you, and then you give me three yeah. percent cash back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm taking offers now, baby. Where are we at? Uh, APR, <laughs> low interest, ball stop. Zero percent financing. Ring any bell? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just naming financial just terms. I'm, I'm just like exactly going through my Rolodex of car commercials. Like, like all right, yeah, President's Day uh, sale. For the Toyota Thon, I've got some really good discounts. Black oh, and blue son. Friday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Happy so, Honda days. It's time to go. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. So uh, it really did have me thinking. I was like, you know, uh, like if there's anybody, you know, you got to have your top five list of most likely people to kill you. Mm. And and I would I, I mean, Ouch. I think that's a safe list to keep. I'm not saying that even my number one person is going to kill me. No, I'm just saying but you that just have a list most, of suspects. He or she is most likely to do so, mm-hmm. even if the percentage of that person is still like one yeah. in a million. That's still worse than potentially like the next person, you know? Well, and also statistically, you're more likely to be uh, hurt or murdered by a person you know as opposed to a stranger. But oh, by like course. a huge margin. But yeah. How well do you have to know them? That's a good question. I think a fringe guy you think is... a fringe guy is a good candidate? I think a fringe mm. guy is number one candidate. Somebody Maybe who, for men, I think. That's possible. I think for, <laughs> I think for women, it's like, oh yeah, probably... Yeah, now I'm gonna make as the person. The, this you is know the, the face most. I make up. <laughs> the face I make when I'm making up a statistic, but it is like still like it's like high. It's like it's either gonna be your partner or someone in your immediate family. So like, would Eric be in your top five statistically? I mean, just on statistics. Yeah, statistics yeah. alone. Yeah, statistics listeners, alone. Eric and Liz are dating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, not just live two, from the studio. This is yeah, live yeah. from the studio. I'm not just bringing in two random, two random uh, people, people in the like, housing market yeah. that are both <laughs> happen to be looking for a home. <laughs> we're we're, uh, we're planning to be roommates, so we're <laughs> really yeah. shopping around. Going yeah. in on a house together. Yeah. This is a Bumble BFF date. They want to know if they're compatible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yes, live from the studio. I am Jimmy. So lesky. I'm feeling so lesky today. Yeah. Mary Glazer mm-hmm. tonight on the show. I guess today. Today, today. On, today on the cast on the couch we've got elizabeth norman yeah elizabeth danger norman uh yeah as she goes by in the comedian world yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah do you, is that actually like a alias that you run with like do you i thought that was just like some a, people are really a, into use it. twitter name or something um like our, our good friend mike quinlan is mm-hmm. very into it um so some people write that down on the poster. I don't. I don't ask people to write it down. You on don't the poster sell at this it point. that way. But I'll say if I didn't have it, it would be harder to find me. So I do. I do maintain it on uh, Facebook and Instagram so that people can 
find me for mostly comedy reasons. I like it. I think that it's it's cool because like you know it's like an old saying, right? Like, right. dude, my middle name is Danger. I know. You know? Yeah. That's that's step or part A why it's cool. It's yeah. nostalgia. Part two <laughs> is Funny. it's yeah, it's nostalgic. Yeah. I think of my childhood when I think of your name. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Brings me back. That's uh so part nice. B is that it's it's a ballsy move to to give yourself an alias and I guess run with so. it, you know? It's so funny to me because I did that when I was in eighth grade and when I like got a Facebook basically. So it's been my Facebook middle name since like eighth grade and I have run into other people whose Facebook middle name is Danger and sometimes they do want to beef. Oh, really? Uh, they do want to yeah. beef? Sometimes they want to beef. Uh, usually they are older than me. <laughs> um, uh-huh. We actually, our, our other friend, uh, Ryan Nazer, his son's middle name legally is Danger. Danger Nazer? Yeah. He, That's yeah. pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like some people are doing it for real <laughs> and I'm like, that's, it's not my real I mean, when you bring lawyers that. into the situation, yeah. when you're on the grid, when you're when the, like, write it down on yeah, your certificate. <laughs> when the IRS calls when, you danger. And when it's a choice that was, that it's not like you made that choice. It's like your parents were like, this is important and I'll, <laughs> I'll handle this actually. <laughs> that's a, a whole other level. Um, but yeah, no, I've had that. Yeah. Since I was in eighth grade, I have. Well, I think you get grandfathered yeah. in. I think that's kind of... I, I. Have you ever met a person or known a person that tried to, like, change what you... Like, I, there was a girl that um, worked at a place that I play at, and I always called her... Let's just, uh, let's just say a different name here. Uh, I always called her S- Sam. She always went by Sam. And then one day... There were too many Sams that worked there. There was like a boy Sam, a guy Sam, another Sam. And then so she was like, I think I'm going to start going by Jenny. And it was her middle name. Mm. And I was like, are you just, I'm just supposed to start calling like. I'm just, yeah. Okay. And then like she was just like in the middle, it was like the middle of a shift and she legitimately runs with it. And I was like. You got to kind of branch into a new group of people. Like Mm. whatever my middle school friends know me as is what they know me as. Yeah. But like if I were to go to Towson University and be like, I thought about, I briefly did think about like going by Demetrius Demetrius, because it was like cooler and that's my real name. And like, I was like, that's tight. And then I was like, none of my old friends are going to. Right. That I'm going to, if I ever try to mix these groups of people, it's going to be confusing because they're going to be like, I'm sorry, Jimmy, where'd that come from? (laughs) Yeah. They're going to be like, Demetrius, you're doing this now, you know? So if you start off in middle school with Danger Norman, you're grandfather in. By the time I met you, that's who you are. Yeah. In fact, it'll be weird now for me. If you if, stopped. If I stopped doing it, yeah. Be like, that's... Yeah, and that's what I really have to, like, put first is how will this affect other people? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> to, like, what do I want out of my name? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I used to go by uh, Lizzie also. Lizzie when I was, Safety Norman? When I was... <laughs> just Lizzie. Um, when I was in middle school. And so I, like, can tell who I met after middle school because they'll just call me Elizabeth most mm. of the time. But mm. Well, that's kind of similar with your boss, Joey. Mm-hmm. He goes by Leland with his like family yeah. and and like that's so Eastern well, that's Shore what his like in New York that was his director name mm. like he went by Leland Malinsky. Mm. That sounds like a like a Polish guy, I would say. 
like a yeah. Polish director. Like he should have an accent if his name is Leland Malinsky. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Like a beret or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I trust scarf. that director more personally, and this is this is just my internalized bias, but. A director named Leland Malinsky, I'd be like, oh, that guy has... I would call his movies films. Mm. Yeah. I would call Joey Malinsky's products movies. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. I Have mean, you seen that new Leland Malinsky film? It was yeah. brilliant. I, saw it I don't cons. use the word brilliant, but I'd it's use just, it to describe yeah, Leland just, Malinsky. Well, it's also like they're, they're names at a different level of seriousness. And I think having the Y on the end of your name, your first name, that's also... That's kind of like, again... It's Jimmy. Jimmy versus Demetrius. Bells. Demetrius is a much Jim. more serious name. Jim, Jim is more serious than Jimmy. Jim is more serious. Jim yeah. is more adult. That's why you Jimmy stop and Joey, going by, that's some guy. You, know? you, that's you a go guy. by Liz, not Lizzie. <laughs> well, and I don't really... Yeah, people call me Liz. I wouldn't... Mm-hmm. I don't introduce myself. But no one would ever but, yeah. dare call you Lizzie. Oh, people... Unless of, they're following unless, you on Twitter. Or they're normal. Right. Or unless they're like in my family or knew me in middle school like mm. i'll still like meet up with like friends that and they're, are like, from a long oh, time and they're like oh lizzie's here nobody would call you Ericy. No. no well it doesn't that you, would be he serious. already has a yeah a, just a two-syllable name anyway yeah to there's add no need to shorten syllable. it that's true i yeah. guess unless you just call me Irk or rick Irk. or e rick e rick i don't like rick Ricky. as a name yeah, it's you're not a Rick. Um, uh, speaking of, <laughs> my name's not Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me that. Um, there is actual scientific evidence says YouTube, mm. which I believe Professor in. YouTube, Professor YouTube, <laughs> um, that uh, there actually is. A basis for when you say like, "Oh, you don't look like a Eric," or "You don't look like a Caroline." Oh, People but- always say that, and it's like there actually is. They've done like big surveys where like they'll show pictures of people, people like match the name <laughs> yeah yes and yeah, they yeah, found yeah. that they'll be like okay it'll be like multiple choice and they'll be like okay and it'll be like a guy named eric mm-hmm. and then they'll be like what do you think this person's name is and it'll just be a picture of him like front back side and then people and they found that like 40 percent of people guess the correct name out of four names mm-hmm. and they found that it's actually like which is above statistical chance. Wait, yeah, it would yeah, be it would be twenty five percent. Yeah, exactly. If it was just a flat out, and they were trying to figure out like why is that, and they're theorizing that like, you know, certain names have certain types of like, like, and that, that bears that goes without saying. I mean, like, if you're named Chad, there's a whole different like series of expectations that come yeah. along with being a guy you named Chad. You need a chin. You need yeah. cheekbones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta have the whole exactly like yeah. like like if you're named Carly or if you're named Gertrude or if you're named like. You know, there's yeah. there there are actual societal like kind of like uh, prejudices mm-hmm. or or predispositions or expectations of certain names, and um, that actually, be, if you go through life as a Nathan, for mm-hmm. instance, uh, a lot of people's first impressions of you are going to be based off their interpretations of a Nathan, which is mm-hmm. you're a fucking dweeb, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna. Meek. You're yeah. very meek. You're meek. You're meek. Yeah. Interesting. The only way it could be worse is if your name was Ethan. Well, do you mm. think you also like, do you think you take on the qualities of your name as you age? That's kind of what they're getting okay. at. They say yeah. that people actually, it's not, it's not like so blatant, but there are subtle things that because of how you're regarded by other people on a day-to-day mm. basis that you slowly and, and Mold incrementally to to you kind of conform to the expectation of your name. And so there actually is a scientific basis to, oh, you, you don't look like a Marty. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, yeah, I don't look like a Marty, dude. I look like a fucking Jim. And you know what else? <laughs> I don't look like a Demetrius either mm. because society doesn't expect me to look like a Demetrius. Yeah, society oh. already put you in the Jimmy mold. Yeah. Do you think I'd have a podcast in a garage? Wow. Well, my, my name is Demetrius. Demetrius. If I was Demetrius, no. No, you'd own a fucking diner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a broadcast in a diner. <laughs> <laughs> broadcast. Yeah. So yeah. strange. So yeah. so you've been formed by so many different names, I mm. guess, is what I'm getting at. That like, you know, when people first meet you, they expect you to embody a Lizzie. Mm. And then now people expect you to embody danger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which I think is funny, too, because I'm not a particularly dangerous person. I think it works. I, I think it works. I think. Yeah. I think just like, like ooh, dangerous thoughts, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow, got to put some caution wow. tape over her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you That's call like a, a huge guy <laughs> tiny or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's like you look like somebody who would ironically make their middle name dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. There you have it. Which is dope. Yeah. So. You've got the official dope stamp of approval, dude. Thank you. I don't give that out just to any. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it mm-hmm. right, I really like this parliament oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. all good um, but yeah it was a nice little weekend mm-hmm. last weekend uh, went out to a little brunch oh, yeah. went out to a little early oh, B-Day brunch for Maris and Mahet mm-hmm Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it didn't feel like that was a birthday brunch, though. No, there wasn't yeah, a birthday brunch. It was brunch. Just like kind football. of like we're all there at a brunch and there's football. Yeah. You know how I know it wasn't really their birthday brunch? I never once felt any type of social compulsion to sing. To to. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say to pay for their tabs. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it never even crossed my mind. Like when we when we go out for like somebody's birthday, if it's yeah, like yeah. actually their birthday outing, it's like yeah. generally if you have solid friends, you're not gonna be paying for your own shit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I wouldn't know what I paid for on my own birthday, but I, I I like to assume that I probably didn't pay for much when we all went out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm sure I like wandered off on my own and bought myself a couple of secret shots or whatever, but. You know, you guys can't stop that. <laughs> you can't stop you me. You never could. You can't stop that. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, Slugging. man. It's happening. Yeah. Brown out Jimmy takes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finds on nearest bartender he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I didn't even think about it until like two days later. I was like, damn, I didn't even think about like paying for like yeah. a drink for Marissa. And it's like, mm. because it wasn't her fucking birthday. Well, it's also it was like a, unlimited brunch drinks until two. Yeah, and like yeah. I feel we like were, bottomless we is bottomless. hard. To, it's hard to be to like, let me get the on. next round. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not like I was like forking over money for a fucking eggs hollandaise either. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, you know. Hey, they ran out of. Hollandaise, they ran out of so. the hollandaise. Really? How do you yeah. run out of hollandaise? That's what That's we what were egg saying. Egg yolks, dog. But yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I thought people made it. We only have egg whites, dude. Sorry. We are out of yolks. Yeah, poor Mahedi. He he wanted that Benedict and didn't work out. Mm. I know. Then those fucking BLTs are atrocious. Oh really? Well, you guys are kind of you know you guys are kind of BLT snobs. Let's admit you guys kind of we had a BLT this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Went to the farmers market. Got that fresh fresh bread. bread, Got an heirloom tomato. I mean, made some. Got some fresh pickles that he's pickled himself. Yeah, yeah. So. I would be if I was a restaurant and I saw you guys walk in. I'd be like, dude, hide the BLTs. <laughs> Get them out. I'm not trying to be be Yelped right now. <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Um, but what was wrong with theirs? Obviously, I I I hear that their toast is too hard. Is well, you're true? saying the 
the bacon the was like bacon a pork chop. Was yeah, it was like a uh, pork like, chop. I, it was like gray. I've never seen gray bacon before, mm, and it yeah. wasn't crispy. Um, I don't know. It was like the the opposite of what you just assume out of a bacon. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> did the lettuce live up at least? Was the lettuce okay, or did they the fuck that up was, too? Uh, lettuce was okay. Tomato didn't really taste like anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the best. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. come on. At that point, it's like at least nail the fucking lettuce. Yeah, yeah. or just call it like a pork sandwich, because <laughs> <Right. or> <laughs> then I would have been like less upset. Yeah, right. yeah. PLT, you PLT, know? pork <laughs> lettuce <laughs> tomato. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day. I got we gotta we gotta figure out something uh, how to avoid. I mean, I, I, I enjoy being out all day drinking, but like by the end of the night, it always winds up being like a $200 endeavor. And I'm oh, just yeah, like, that's why I always leave early. You guys are like, smart. Yeah. We zipped. Yeah, we, we like, got thanks. brunch and we're like, all right, that was it. Yeah, yeah. we watched. We can go watch three more Final Destination <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, we watched all five Final Destination movies in one weekend, which was fine then. And then I had to go places for the rest of the week. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have just intrusive thoughts mm. about car crashes. Mm. Is the series good i know i know that i i recall seeing at least one of the movies and i remember it being good but i haven't watched them since i was in like middle school and i feel like yeah. everything was at least okay when i was in middle school because i had no expectations yeah yeah i was I like this the is a movie third one was the probably one the favorite the best one yeah yeah um that's the one with the roller coaster that uh fucks up and kills everyone on it yeah the second one i think has the coolest opening death mm. scene with the the logs coming that's off iconic. the big yeah, yeah that's yeah, like yeah. yeah that's an iconic. iconic scene yes uh the first one is just good because it sets up the whole series yeah mm-hmm. and it's like it's the uh, james Wu or james wong or whatever mm-hmm. the guy who does like insidious and all that shit yeah mm-hmm. so like that was one of his earlier movies and it really kind of like i don't know I feel like for the time, it was pretty like innovative as oh, a yeah. horror movie because everyone else was still stuck in like slasher, mm-hmm. like guy yeah. that can't die. These were like early two thousands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the first one was like maybe yeah, it was two thousand because it was a year before nine eleven. Right, they and wouldn't the, have made a plane movie yeah, <laughs> after they what had happened. Like, yeah, uh, they would have <laughs> a been like, plane That's exploding. A little... That being said, it was based on like a real like mm-hmm. plane that had a bunch of high schoolers going on a class trip oh, that exploded really? in like 97. Mm-hmm. So you'd say that they wouldn't do something like that after 9-11, but then you're like, some people maybe would. Like, See, the roller coaster thing though, I think you mentioned that's one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I I went to the fair, uh, the state fair, mm-hmm. the Maryland state fair, mm-hmm. um, and Liv was trying to get on rides and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'll get on, but I gotta be honest. Like normally, it's the kids that are more scared of roller coasters, but kids and adults are scared of roller coasters for different reasons. Absolutely, I'm scared of roller coasters because I'm aware that the person in charge of my life is a carny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that or like this guy like packs up the ride old, into a like, pickup truck. Yeah, and then drives it to the next state. Yeah, like when you're, you're a like, kid, yeah. you're like, oh no, did he you're tighten like, oh, all the so bolts? It's so tall and like, so high. Yeah, you're like, I bet they missed a couple screws. Yeah. Like, there's no way they had all of them. It's totally feasible that this contraption is not all did not pass an inspection or something or they skipped an inspection like yeah. when you become older you start being aware of like the realities of stuff yeah. and then you're scared of stuff not for like 
the 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 perfect example I would say is like when you're a kid and you like when you go like abandoned house hunting mm -hmm. when you're in middle school it's like but you're scared because you think like there's going to be like a ghoul in there right. yeah. now Goblin I'm just scared that a fucking crazy drug addict homeless person is going to stab me that's yeah. what I'm scared of now when I go into a, yeah. an abandoned house yeah or like that's the a, floor is rotting and you're going to fall through it that's a more realistic no fear find you. yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm still scared of, of a ghoul every now and then. But uh, you, can, you can catch me. Some gobblers. You can catch, catch, you can me, catch me quivering. Concerned about a ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> catch me concerned. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, I still. I'm not scared. I'm concerned. You know, I'm still I'm not when worried I about turn, off, turn off the light in a basement. I'm not taking oh. my time up the steps. I mean, I don't oh, run up running the steps. Running up the stairs. Oh, no. I just, but I, I definitely. <laughs> but I'm just pick more efficient now. Yeah. <laughs> I just have longer legs. So I just, I'm skipping a couple stairs. I may look like I'm running, but that's because I'm scared. Because I gotta get, I gotta get upstairs. I've got I things get to do. Into the light. I'm busy. Look, I don't have all day to be downstairs right now. <laughs> downstairs, especially when it's so dark and mucking spooky. about in the basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basements. There, there's certain things you just you can't, and and that's instinctive. You know, human beings we're not supposed to like the dark. No, you know, because in reality, it all comes down to we don't like what we don't know. Mm -hmm. And even though I just looked at the basement with the lights on. When I turn the lights off, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It goes back to the, like, uh, you know, your little lizard brain and stuff where mm -hmm. you're like. Are lizards scared of the dark? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying of they being like, be. they should be. And that kind of, uh, even though you logically know that it's the exact same basement that you just turned the lights out on. So logically, nothing has changed other than the light being on or off. Mm -hmm. Your brain is like, well, now since I can't see anything, I have no idea what could be down there. Yes. Even yeah. though that's not a logical thought. So well, it's going back into like your earlier orders of brain to like process something that is totally ignoring. Oh, your, yeah. Like, you know, but frontal cortex. But <laughs> like, sometimes that pays off because if you if you follow the theory of, of evolution, you know, Darwin's theory would suggest that the people who weren't scared of the dark or didn't have some type of intrinsic, natural, instinctive fear of the dark died off. Right. Well, and that's so maybe there that's is why you're that's why you're like, again, your brainstem, those like areas that were the first to evolve still have so much control, too, mm -hmm. because they are for keeping you alive. They're yes. like, that's their main purpose. That's their only goal is just being like, stay alive. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's, and that's part of the thing too, is then you get like so evolved that whatever we can do all these things, build all these things, but that part of the brain takes over <laughs> being <laughs> like, but don't die. Like, yeah, yeah, get exactly. out of there. Don't die. Also run up the stairs real quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah if people yeah, try yeah, to make fun out. of me for being scared of the dark. I'm like, dude, I'm not a pussy. I'm just more evolved than you. Right. So well, or that you're my like, my brainstem uh, is just yeah. pumped up right now. <laughs> well, and then that's part of the thing too. Of like people are also like some types of, uh, mental illness potentially are just because like our brain is not suited to enjoy being alive. It is just suited to like keeping us alive. That's true. So then you're like anxiety or anxious behavior and that kind of stuff is for like scanning to look out for predators. And it's like, you're not, there's not predators coming for you now. 
but your brain is still reacting and looking for them like they are. So you're like, okay, well, I'll find something else to be worried about. And now it's, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> I'm yeah. shy. So maybe like, anxiety is yeah. the natural. I mean, you ever look at an animal? They look anxious. Like right. when you no, look at a rabbit, it's like it's a it's a yeah, behavior I've never seen in a, a happy animal. You don't in see nature. a chill yeah. animal. You yeah. don't yeah, just see an they animal have to stay alive. So mm. it's like it's uh, it's performing a function. It's just not a function that's compatible with the way that we've set up our lives currently. Yeah. So that's never, why that's why it's a problem. If you were out in the woods, yeah, re- regular day, <laughs> like yeah. normal time. You never meet like a squirrel who's just like, dude, maybe there's a hawk, maybe there's not. I only I only worry you about know, the things I'm I just, can control. I'm just here yeah, I'm just in the here and nut. now, man. <laughs> I'm just going to really enjoy this nut. <laughs> Look, maybe this guy walking down the sidewalk isn't trying to kill me. I'm not going right. to run up a tree. Yeah. No, a squirrel is going to run up a tree nine out of ten times, and if he doesn't, he has a disease and it's called rabies. And that means you should be scared. <laughs> you should run up if that tree. I, you better get up that tree if right If I now. see an animal that's not scared, I'm scared. Right. Somebody has to feel the fear is what I'm getting. Fear exists in the universe. And we all kind of have an assumption. It's like, dude, if I look at a deer, I think personally as an apex predator, as the top of the food chain, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as the pinnacle of evolution, that deer, out of respect should fear me. Yeah, should be scared and run away. But as soon as he doesn't, well, yeah, I become as soon a as beta. you see his mouth foaming and like it has that <laughs> yeah. weird like deer parasite disease where there's zombies like oh, yeah. get the fuck well, out of there. there's like stuff like that. But then there's also too like a lot of animals because you and again that's like similar for humans as well because it's a similar response is like that panic response is either like okay, I'm going to fight, I'm going to run away, or I'm, flight. Or I'm going to just freeze. Too, which a lot of animals do in part because there are so many animals that are not that good at seeing. So mm. if they just don't move, they'll be like, oh, where to go? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So it does work. Like, unfortunately for deer who are crossing a road, yeah, deer in a not doesn't, doesn't work. work on cars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the fight or flight, dude. Yeah. Fight or book a book a fucking ticket with spirit. Go <laughs> yeah. somewhere else, dude. That was your two Spirit's hours. taking me away, man. <laughs> I've got to go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like that. That's kind of that is an interesting conundrum. Is it's like, um, you know, I think what's what's strange about uh, society. Hot take: society. Oh. Weird. <laughs> Weird society. Yeah. Yeah. Some things about it are a little a weird. <laughs> I guess. I think when before pre-society, pre the Joker, pre the, the Joker. Joker. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. yes. Pre-Joker. Uh-huh. We're talking so, Penguin so we're talking era, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're talking twenty seventeen. Um, <laughs> you exist in your day to day, but there's no like buildings and like mm. work. Per, I mean, there is work. People always get that twisted too. It's like, dude, there was always work. Like yeah. if you weren't clocking in at your cubicle, you would have been like, like hunting or like you, yeah, you would have growing been a plant, actively building a shelter, yeah. like mm-hmm. actively. I don't know if there was stuff. like a situation where people were just like, I'm chilling all day, every day, baby. I don't give a fuck. And it's like, well, those people probably died. Um, so like you exist in, even though there's no society, you exist in a still natural state of anxiety where you're concerned for predators, mm-hmm. you're concerned for where your next meal is coming from, you're concerned for you know, if your babies are going to make it through childbirth and into adulthood, you're concerned if your, uh, you know, you know, your wife or husband is out mating with another person. But at least with all these, uh, you know, anxieties that you feel, uh, 
you're still very in tune with why you feel that way. Mm. And so much of anxiety is the fact that you don't know where it's coming from. I think in modern society, mm. it's like you feel this anxiousness. I changed it to anxiousness. The word is anxiety. Mm-hmm. You feel this anxiety, but in modern society where everything's so convoluted, you have no way of actually tracing it back to the root source. Yeah. So yeah, there, you're, you have access to food, you have access to water, like well, housing for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. So then what you're really anxious about is like, why didn't anyone like my post? <laughs> yeah, Should right. I delete it before anyone sees that there's no right. likes on exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Your body <laughs> needs to feel anxious. And now it's like, well, well and- we ate already. So what do we get nervous about now? <laughs> yeah. I don't and know. That thing. Right. To a certain degree, too, I think it's probably like, it's probably most likely true that throughout time in any different like grouping of people, there are people that are more anxious. And so... Again, back then, those would be the people on lookout for bears or whatever in yeah. the woods, you know. So you'd have people who can serve different um, positions in whatever structure you're building together. But yeah, so now it's just like we are. Yeah, I think there is like definitely some validity to being like being multiple steps removed from different sources and yet still having your brain operate in the same way that it would have, you mm. know, again, 2000 years ago, like because in terms of evolution, we haven't changed physically significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. In a long time. And we definitely, um, society has progressed, technology has progressed so much faster than evolution can keep up with. Oh, for sure, yeah. That our, like you said, our, our physical bodies are not evolved for the current state of existence in yeah. modern human society. Yeah. And so our, like, living in the woods on a savannah instincts are just now dropped That's a crazy into, woods. Yeah. That's crazy. Living in the woods, woods in on the a savannah. savannah in the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get every biosphere. Every biosphere. Living in this urban All these biomes. Yeah, man. Global warming, together. am I right? Honestly, <laughs> soon enough, we'll be living in a bog and a, a desert. bog a and a desert at the same time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, during the winter. During the winter. God, bog, winter, desert. Clear winter in the <laughs> desert bog. Well, yeah. that that is that is. I think that that's a, a very interesting point that we've stumbled upon. Yeah. Is uh, what's you know like the solution? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe instead of looking at the feeling of anxiety as something that is intrinsically bad, yeah, uh, we start to take more of a tact and go like, look, the natural state of human existence is. The natural state of animal existence is anxiety. Mm. And all the animals that weren't constantly like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? I heard something. What the fuck was that? They got eaten. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, and that's the kind of thing, too, is I think uh, there's a lot of stuff towards that. And a lot of ways that people are like trying to figure out to deal with anxiety now is also being like, you know, doing a lot of self-talk being like, thank you nervous system. I know that you are trying to protect me Mm -hmm. and trying to like talk yourself through a lot of stuff. And part of the problem too, is just like what we've done as people adds up to a situation that's pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense that like some part of your brain is like, I don't know. I think this might be really fucked up actually. This doesn't Um, align with, uh, you know, like actively killing the planet that we live on at Mm -hmm. this point and being like, it's profiting so many people who have so much power that they're like, 
nobody stop doing it. Please keep doing it. Mm-hmm. This is the most important thing or whatever. And then, yeah, it's just like out of order in a big way, I think. So it would make to put uh, something like anxiety as like a negative thing that is just like the person who has its problem mm-hmm. is to really take it out of the context of like, a lot of us probably should be anxious about the fact that yeah. like stuff is going to go bad. Yeah. <laughs> really and I, I like that you say self-talk for two reasons. Reason number one is because I do think the most important thing when addressing anxiety is um, rather than uh, looking at it as some type of, you know, and I know a lot of people disagree with me with this, but, and I know that it applies to certain people, but I think uh, as a general rule, I think rather than looking at anxiety as necessarily a disorder or something that's, that's outside of your control, that actually examining the uh, realities of your own existence and, and trying to trace back what are the causes of these things. So much of anxiety can be cured by understanding what's causing it because then at least then you, you don't just have this like weird looming feeling of anxiety. You can now go, Oh, well I at least now know why I'm feeling anxious because of this, 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 and this. And once you identify the problem, uh, what does AA say? That's the first step, baby. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Second reason I like self-talk is because I think it's weird that people think it's weird to talk to yourself. Yeah. I think that, I don't know, I would love, I'm going to make up a stat. <laughs> Hell yeah. This but is at least I'm you make, <laughs> when you make up a stat, you're like, and I go like this, hmm, <laughs> numbers. <laughs> what do I feel? Like, how many do I think it is? Let I would just feel a number out of the air. Mom <laughs> getting a seven. <laughs> 57 percent of people people talk to themselves when no one's around i do i do and you know what's weird i would die if anybody ever saw me doing it people see me talking to myself but i'll happily talk about it that's my thing too is i'm not most of the time when i'm talking to myself i am just like fully in my mind having a conversation about like thinking about things but what i do externally is i will move my hands like i'm talking to someone else <laughs> and it's like just that no mouth uh and people yourself. see me going down the street being like i don't know think about this like, i go like oh right i'm i'm alive and people can see me in the world like there's things yeah. that we that we do that even okay uh, taking a selfie is something i find interesting is that like obviously people take selfies because you see them post selfies For but sure. it would be embarrassing to be caught taking a selfie oh i have no idea how so many youtubers can like post videos of them being like here we are at this big event full of people and here's my review of how this event yeah. was and i'm like mm-hmm. and they're talking so loud <laughs> yeah ever i've seen people like post videos of like them on the train talking about stuff like talking about my day and i'm like never in my life would i be able to do that because yeah. i would be like oh my god people can see me you kinda, like, i can't yeah. shut off the outside world like that yeah like i i, I for, is, i don't know if it's good or bad but like i can't not like in a public setting be private like that out right. loud well yeah and then that's the kind of the thing too which again i think it functions in a lot of different ways but a lot of people have that like very self-critical voice too Mm -hmm. which i think obviously when it takes over your life and it makes it so that you can't do things that you want to do Mm -hmm. tough 
But in some ways, I'm like, mm, maybe there are people that I wish their self-critical voice was a little higher because I can't believe you're doing that in front yeah. of me right yeah. now. Bump like, the volume yeah. a little bit. Bump yeah. up the volume a little bit because, buddy, come on. I would be willing yeah. to say that you're like you were saying you don't know if it's good or bad. I would say that that's good. I think that uh, a lot of those people that um, like what you're saying, like the YouTubers and TikTokers and stuff that yeah. like will like go somewhere and just do some like outlandish shit and like talk really loud and like clearly disrupt other people's days right um there's a certain element of narcissism to that i mm-hmm. i think that and i don't think it's a coincidence that most people that i've met that are like famous online personalities they tend to be very obnoxious in person i've noticed that and i don't think it's a coincidence mm-hmm. i feel like there's a certain element like that person who can just like scream into their phone and do like a right. tiktok video or something like they tend to have a personality on day to day that's just like so much me, so much me. Yeah, I mean, you have to have that like kind of deep sense that like whatever I have going yeah. on right now is so much more important than yes. what anyone else has going yeah. on that allows you to be like, let me ruin potentially yeah. 50 strangers' days and like, <laughs> that's all at I've, the same time. I've never thoroughly enjoyed, I mean, obviously like shows like Impractical Jokers is more innocent, I think, and like, but honestly, those types of shows where the general content of the show is entirely predicated around making other people feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy those. They put no. me in a state of anxiety because <laughs> yeah. it's like... I don't like it. Like, I hate that. And it's like, first of all, it seems cheap to me. It mm-hmm. seems like, it's like, obviously, like, I always say, like, it's not hard to be different. It's hard to be different and good. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not that hard for me. If I wanted to, like, get attention, I could, like dress up in a big clown suit and wear stilts and walk in the middle of York road. And like, that would be different. And people would look at me and I would get attention, but it's like anybody could do that. What's difficult is to do something and stand out, not because of it's like, Oh, it's just crazy, Mm -hmm. but to stand out because it's, it's good enough to stand out. So like when I see people that like those YouTubers and and TikTokers and stuff, and they just like go to like, we're talking about a crowded event. Like, Hey man, what's up? I'm here. Hey dude, blah, 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 blah. Like like stick the mic in your face and be like, so, uh, yeah. Are women funny? (laughs) Just like, let me just harass a series of people (laughs) (laughs) for hours. And the entire premise of your content is just, you're just you're saying I'm that, here like, to make everyone else look fucking stupid. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like my content is just other people's like uh, reactions to the crazy shit I'm doing. And yeah. like, so how does this person deal with the fact that I just walked up to him in the middle of the fucking like ring toss game and just said like, so blah, blah, blah what? And then just I don't know, like, oh, <laughs> uh, what? And then they like freeze frame on this thing and like loop it back. What? Yeah. What? What? And like, all right, next guy. It's like, what are, what are we watching here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and that's part of the thing, too, is I also feel like the the main fans for that kind of content are, like, young children who don't know anything. <laughs> like, so they're kind they of just like, that's cool. I can't wait to grow yet. up and bother people professionally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too, is, like, we, we were watching, we watched the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and we were watching a lot of Nathan for You, and I even with... Nathan for you. What's Nathan. the rehearsal? Is that a movie? Well, it's a, so a that's series. Nathan Fielder's yeah. new HBO who is show. A, he oh, is cool. a Nathan. Nice. Um, but he... He's one of the good Nathans. He's one of the he good Nathans. Not all Nathans are bad, but he does no. embody the, the idea of a Nathan. Like, he kind is, of like a meek... He, he is, is a, a Nathan. A meek Nathan. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what he is doing is generally like more interesting than a lot of just like kind of... You know, I'm working with the general public and people are going to do silly, wacky things mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. It's more interesting than that. But at the same time, too, like I have to take breaks from it sometimes because I'm just like I'm so uncomfortable watching 
regular people trying to have a normal interaction with this guy who's just doing really silly stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like mm-hmm. trying to process it. And he strikes me as like, you know, like with the Nathan for you thing. First of all, Nathan Fielder confounds me only because I feel like he's reached this level of popularity so far after, like I remember watching Nathan for you. What was it? it had to be almost ten years ago at this yeah. point when it was on Comedy Central. And it's like, mm-hmm. what just now happened where he's like kind of reached this like well, his cult new show, his new show, the rehearsal. How, really how recent is that new show? It's like, this past month year, or two, yeah. yeah. Month oh, or two. Like, so it just that? came out. So if you're noticing that, like right now, it's most likely because of the level of gotcha work so it's like his done his previous work is just now being appreciated yeah i think a lot of people are revisiting it like i know we did because of the the new show and then also it's like um i feel like for whatever reason like i don't know if it's because like hbo is paying like meme people to make more nathan fielder memes or something (laughs) it's gotta be like because right now like breaking bad memes are coming back in a big mm-hmm. way and apparently it's because there's a new season of yeah, better call like Saul or whatever guerrilla marketing basically. yeah it's like I'll weird guerrilla like, marketing uh, but then also just like i don't know it's like when game of thrones was big game of thrones memes were big like yeah winter is coming yeah every fucking year you're almost wondering when the like, show starts up again is it yeah is it the cart before the horse like are mm-hmm. we are, are the memes popping off because the show is popular or is the show popular because the memes are popping and it's off? probably both a combination mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. there's probably organically more people doing that themselves and there definitely are like people paying people to do it too. well yeah, yeah and, and totally like you can notice like i always point to those like ads that i see on like twitter and instagram stories where like they they make the ad look like it was just a random person talking something like yeah. the actual ad will just be like the original tweet of like a necklace and then the ad will be some supposedly random person reaching and be like oh my god how can i get this for my girlfriend and then that's the ad and you're like oh some person on twitter thought this was awesome and that's the ad like and now they're just saying like look look at all these random people that are just everyone can't stop talking about this right. necklace yeah. the internet just broke over this thing wow yeah. it's like really did it or are you saying this right or being like oh and all of these Haley Bieber's wearing these cool shirts or whatever it's like yeah that you sent her for free and paid her <laughs> to put on like uh yeah it's a smart advertising co- campaign dude i mean what is marketing dude i mean what is marketing really it's just trying to convince you that everyone else is doing it's peer pressure mm-hmm. yeah i mean if i were i think that peer pressure just like we were talking about at the beginning of this this episode um is the strong like with the house with the, the house, buying a house yeah, yeah. um nothing pushes people into going college going to college more than the fact that all their friends are going as well and they don't want to be the person who's not nothing pushes people into eventually getting married other than the fact it's like oh my god i'm the oh I'm the shit. last one to get I'm married, last one to get married. oh shit i'm the last I'm, I'm all my friends are starting to buy houses and i it, the, you cannot deny that so much of the things that push you along in your day-to-day decision-making process are so intertwined with this underlying pressure you feel because mm-hmm. of where you stay and where you are in society and what your peers are doing. And so as much as like they talk about like the um, Edward Bernays, we talked about Edward Bernays on the podcast before. Um, he was the father of modern marketing and he was the one who saved, basically saved cigarettes was um, he, uh, his big first move was uh they noticed that like in the 20s uh like 
you know, everybody was smoking cigs back in the 20s, but not so much women mm-hmm. right. because it, cigarette Maybe. smoking was viewed as like a masculine. A manly thing yeah. to do. Yeah. But they're like, let's make these a little bit thinner mm-hmm. and then call them meal replacement cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he did that. Don't you yeah. want to stay skinny, girls? Yes. He did that. Yeah, exactly. He he pitches a like Virginia a health slim. option. Like, right. oh, you can lose weight. And be weight. like, doctors say that this is actually good for your throat. <laughs> doctors say that uh, Virginia Slims have less calories than uh, a Snickers bar. So <laughs> you do the math. I mean, what are you trying I to mean, go for here? You tell me, yeah. Um, and then the other thing he did was that was also during the suffrage movement, uh, women's suffrage movement. I and he like, this is a modern liberated woman. Yeah, he paired up and, and, and had like all the newspapers be like, watch young suffragettes smoke torches of freedom. Basically, like he like intertwined oh gosh, the yeah. idea of smoking a cigarette with like female empowerment. Like, oh, just because you're a man and you're telling me I can't smoke a cig as a woman. Well, guess what? Patriarchy, I'm smoking a cig. And he was like, yeah, 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 you're empowered. But in reality, it was all about just like, yeah getting that thing so like even with like car commercials and stuff or beer commercials like well yeah they found that like you know when you just simply pitched a product for its intrinsic value like this car is really good it's very sturdy it gets a lot of uh miles per gallon uh blah 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 blah. it's like yeah that's great but what we really want is to tap into people's internal oh, yeah. desires we need to have and like their a, narratives about themselves exactly yeah. so what kind the, of person they see themselves are to you be. ugly as shit have dove soap in your yeah, shower right yeah well and it's the same thing with uh razors too is they were also not selling enough razors just selling razors to men which is in part mm-hmm. that plus fashion of like rising like skirts and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff was where they're like women should shave their whole bodies actually oh yeah that's yeah. uh when it's, that uh, it's, really got going. It's always the the, and that's why I say the 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 cent- central part of marketing is to create <laughs> a void out of thin air and then make people feel as if they have to fill it. One of my favorite lines of all time, one of my favorite scenes from any movie, was in Wolf of Wall Street, where uh, what's his name, Jordan Belfort, Leo, Leo Leo's character, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. yeah. he's at a meeting and he says. Uh, Sell me this pen. And the guy's like, uh, well, uh, it's it's a good pen. It, you know, it it, it it writes very smoothly. And he's like, fuck that. Takes a pen. You sell me this pen. And that guy's like, oh, it's very nice shape. And then he goes to his consultant. He goes, hey, do me a favor. Sell me this pen. And then, so you hand me that. You're, you're Leo now. Yeah. Hey, sell me this pen. All right. Uh, hey, do me a favor. Can you write something down for me? I don't have a pen. Here you go. Ah, oh, perfect. I'll give you $1 million for this. <laughs> but what, what he was doing is demonstrating the concept of true marketing, which right. is you put someone in a position where they feel like they need your product to feel whole. So that's why when you look at beer commercials, they don't just sit there and talk about like, I mean, they'll be like, the flavor with hops brewed cold and you're like okay that's how I mean, brewed cold i mean if, if you got to brew it hot that's fine as long as it's cold when it gets right. to me like it's whatever you got to do mm-hmm. but then it's just like all the commercials are always like people doing shit that, that like looks fun. that fun. looks fun yeah. like for the your game. next sunday game night grilling right. or you're session. out at a bar who knows who you'll meet 
mm-hmm. your soulmate, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Are you going to meet yeah, her with and a Miller bet- Light or, or a Bud Light? <laughs> Bud Light's the or beer a for whatever Stella happens. Artois. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody meets their wife with a Stella Artois. Okay, That's let's not be what up. they told me. <laughs> That's not what they said. They were like, would you like a wife? Lonely? Would you like a wife? Grab Stella, a Stella. <laughs> Um Yeah, but that's that's kind of like... You can meet a girlfriend with a Bud Light, but you need a Stella for a wife. <laughs> exactly. And you can only have a kid with a Mick Ultra. Right. You, know? <laughs> you want to be a dad? Yeah. Dads, you got to Do you want to be a dad that. way too soon? <laughs> Mick Ultra. Grab Mick a course. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, but it's true. And that's kind of like when you look at marketing that way, then you start thinking it's like, okay, well, now all this stuff. Fashion. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? I've never understood fashion. What is the whole premise of fashion? The whole premise is what does it mean to be in style? All you're basically saying is everyone else is doing it. That's the whole. And that's what they're finding, too, Mm -hmm. especially with like it with fast fashion and um, especially with TikTok is that, that people mm-hmm. are cycling through trends so quickly that one, you can look at someone's video and be like, I know like pretty literally what month you bought those clothes because it's mm-hmm. these trends are moving so quickly and also contributing to huge amounts of waste. Oh it's yeah. It's like not good. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy, but it's also like the way that one very young people's brains are working is like mm-hmm. you're always moving to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing and then with a thing like tiktok that is so trend driven mm-hmm. like it's a perfect storm of like continuing to just move things yeah that well, then also quickly. all of like the clothes that they're selling on tiktok and instagram yeah. they're not like built to last either because no. they don't have to because they'll be out of spell next exactly month. Yeah. yeah um and so that's interesting i never i never thought about it from the environmental standpoint but yeah, yeah obviously if you're if you're creating clothes that are only fashionable for a, a couple months then like yeah um but even so in terms of like the fashion market it's like yes obviously everything including fashion trends are moving so fast it's part of the reason why we talked about like with comedies and stuff it's like a big budget comedy movie is is a more risky investment because so much of comedy and what's funny and what's in vogue to talk oh, about yeah. is so like it's so culturally fast. and socially tied as yeah. well too. So like you well, have that's like the big news story right now, right? With the there's like literally only been one comedy this year mm-hmm. and it just Which came one? out the Bros. Bros. Movie, yeah, Bros. Which I saw a lot of like marketing and shit for. I'll probably eventually see it, but like. Mm-hmm. I think something that turned me off is, <laughs> not going to lie, Billy Eichner like tweeted the weekend after it came out. It like bombed in the box office, and he mm-hmm. was like, people didn't see this because America is homophobic still. Yeah. Um, and I mean, a lot of people, that, think, which is interesting because I have some like drag queens that I'm friends with on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they were like, honestly gay community not super excited to see just like two normal looking white guys as the leads anymore either like that could be possible so it's like there's a combination of things where it's like one you got to do work with the community that you're trying to appeal to as your like main community your Mm -hmm. core audience and then two like with a lot of stuff that is related to like gay culture queer culture on a movie thing it's still made for a straight audience because they're like we'll get straight people to get into this Mm -hmm. and then it'll be good for us yeah yeah well it's like it's like maybe stop trying to appeal to straight people because they're either gonna like it or they're not either way yeah Mm -hmm. i also saw like uh like some like woman's tweet basically just being like uh 
like rom-coms are the biggest audience for a rom-com are women Mm -hmm. so and there's no female lead in this for them to insert themselves into into the movie so there Mm -hmm. there's like not interest in seeing it from that demographic yeah you're marketing to a, a a relatively small market but also it's like well and i that yeah it's a there's a combination of factors basically but it's like if you don't if you're trying to then like market to all of these markets at the same time, mm-hmm. of like a bunch of straight people, uh, straight women who are really into rom-coms. A lot of people enjoy rom-coms. Straight mm-hmm. women are the biggest like quarter of that pie or whatever, making up more statistics. But yeah, like, of course. Um, it wouldn't be this podcast. Then also, we making up statistics. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like uh, all of our stats of have been a, pretty. <laughs> they feel right. They feel <laughs> spot on to me. If so. I, yeah, I'd give it maybe like you know four out of five. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, I would it's say, right. I would right. say we are yeah probably like eighty six percent completely yeah. correct. Yeah. D plus. <laughs> the standard deviation exists, but I think I mean look, look, so many of these things are just like things that you feel and like yeah, there's numbers for it. But the general sentiment of what we're saying is accurate. Like, yes, uh, the general sentiment is, and this could obviously be proven by numbers if you felt like going into it, if you're that much well, of a nerd. The other part of it, too, is like, yeah, in order to Nathan, have, yeah. you get in into those order numbers. to have the numbers, someone has to have been interested enough in it to look into it. And nobody is because we all already <laughs> know it. This shit we up. already yeah. know it. We don't even need to look because we already so we know. feel what's right. I don't yeah. need to prove to you that, that straight women are the primary audience for rom-coms. I could if I had to, but yeah. everyone pretty much accepts that because we all pretty much know that's true. So then it's like, okay, so straight men aren't necessarily not watching this new movie because they're homophobic. It's because even if this new movie was not a straight couple. you didn't blow anything up. You didn't yeah. blow anything up. You didn't do anything that <laughs> men want to want to see. Like, um, I mean, like. Because I feel like the biggest like counter to that argument is the movie Bridesmaids because mm-hmm. that's one of the best rom-coms Oh yeah, on this earth. But even and there's no male lead. There's no male leads, but also well, like it, how many men flocked to the movie? I would to say see that that's movie? more of just of a comedy too. Yeah. I don't even know that it's like there's. That yeah, much of a well, it's like about a wedding. In it. it is about a wedding. It's about romance. It's about a, a little bit. They it's, it's, more of, it's more of a buddy comedy. I feel yeah, like too. True. It's like yeah, it's an mm-hmm. ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. It's about a friendship as like the central tension. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was it was the kind of thing where people were like, wow. I guess people will watch this kind of thing that we wow. that the studios have been I like. Guess no variety one wants to see that. Magazine is wrong. Women are funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know that stat we've been making up. <laughs> I still feel like it's true, but yeah, all right, well. we'll put it on the ledge for a bit. Um, I just don't like the tact that Billy Eichner takes with that accusation, which is like, you know, immediately if you put out a piece of art that people don't appreciate, you immediately resort to blaming the people. Well, That's annoying. It's like, dude, maybe your shit like it, like if your first move when somebody doesn't receive your art is to go, "Oh, well, you just don't like it because you're a piece of shit." And if yeah. you were a better person, uh more people would be watching. If there were more be- good people in this country and in this world, then my movie would be a hit because human beings are such pieces of shit, hateful uh, they don't want to see my movie, and that so I don't even take any 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 fault or credit for for the failure of my product. It's like, or maybe it's just not a good movie. I don't know. Or I mean, maybe or you know, or, let or it breathe a little a, bit. Maybe, maybe it's it'll a become fine, a cult classic. You yeah, know? and Who it knows? might be a fine movie. I feel like I've seen some people who watched it and were like, I was entertained. It mm-hmm. was pretty decent. I would say from watching the um, 
from watching the trailer as a person who I am a queer person. I don't know that I was like that interested in the story other than the fact that he works in a museum and I work in a museum. So I'm like, yeah. now I have to watch it because he works at a museum and I want to see what they do with this museum. Or you just watch Night at the Museum again. I know, which we have done. Which we have done. But uh, yeah, I would say the trailers too. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. okay, they're going to make some jokes about Dumbledore being hot or something like that. And then yeah, yeah. I don't know if this is... No, it's kind of funny. With it, for the first trailer I saw of the movie, I thought it was like in the same vein as I, we now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, I couldn't and tell if they were brothers. To be gay. I don't. Which I didn't know if movie. it was called uh, Bros because they were related. So yeah. that's also why I was confused. <laughs> I thought it was about incest. Two um, <laughs> biological brothers but, fall in love. Yeah. So I don't. I watch. That. You know, <laughs> groundbreaking and historic. Uh, but it's like it you'll have be. things like, uh, you know, Moonlight was a movie that was very highly acclaimed. Obviously, mm-hmm. not a comedy, serious. Yeah. But it's like it's not like people aren't interested in like queer stories. I feel yeah. like oh, totally. I think it's like a com. There's a. I think there's multiple factors happening. I think that, that are it, affecting. It feels that. like from what I saw of the trailer, and we're all speaking as people who didn't watch the no, movie. No, we haven't. Yeah, seen none of us have none seen, seen this movie. But actually, a hundred percent of the people in this room have not yeah. seen this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the first not so made up statistic. Exactly. I feel as if it seemed like what he did was take a like what you talk about. Like people are interested in queer storylines like Moonlight mm-hmm. I watched and I liked. Or like Call Me By or Your like, Name that was a big that was one a too. Huge one. Rent yeah. people fucking love Rent. All right, Everyone loves, Everyone loves rent. rent. Like people <laughs> What's the other movie that everyone uh, loves? Rocky Horror Picture Rocky Show. Horror, For sure. Rocky Horror. I don't even know yeah. if that's like explicitly gay but it's definitely been co-op. I mean it's oh. a musical. It's you know, Have you it, seen Rocky? I've never seen okay, it. Okay so yeah, yeah it's gay. <laughs> it's gay. Like yeah. <laughs> I watched the fucking, I love that being like I don't know if it's gay or if it's just been co-opted by yeah. the gays. Amazing. <laughs> so funny. Like uh, like uh, the, yeah. the Queen <laughs> movie. What was it called? Uh, Queen? What was the movie about Queen? The one with like The Rami Minions Malik. movie yeah. with Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the Elton John movie. Um, like, I watched yeah. all those movies and that, like, obviously right. the Queen movie wasn't about being gay, but that's a major well, and so then factor in the movie. Part of what we're seeing, too, though, is like, are any of these comedies? Mm. No. Well, and that doesn't mean to, I think that there's like just ways to do it, but I also think that like the selling point can't just be like one again, I, from watching the things other than knowing that there's a number of gay men talking to each other and making jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I know that that happens from the trailer. I couldn't tell you what the plot of the movie was even a tiny bit. And I'm not saying you have to tell me the whole thing. Yeah. I, from the marketing materials without like looking it up, because I'm also like, if I do end up wanting to watch a movie, I usually like to learn as little as possible. But I have like literally not even a ballpark sort of understanding of what it's about. Yeah. Just, I, yeah, just from the way it was marketed, like, it appeared to be a uh, quote unquote, I'll walk out on a limb here. It's appeared to be like they took the plot line of a straight person rom-com and just replaced the characters okay. with two gay men. And at that point, it's like, well, now you're just you're taking a a, a a quote unquote like the formula that works for like a straight person rom com and just just replacing the leads. And it's like, are you really doing a straight? Are you doing a queer storyline? Are you doing a gay right. storyline right now? Are you are you representing the people that you're trying to tap into, or are you just saying, well, hey, you guys like rom coms? Well, how about we take this classic man woman storyline and just 
replace it with two dudes. Man, man. And it's like, do um, you? Oh, you don't relate to that? It's like, well, no, because that's not really how. I mean, it's it's it is. Well, and I think it seems like you know they're also talking a lot too about how it's like a very historic movie in a lot of ways, and I think that's just having. Um, having a queer plot line and then having so many queer people involved in making it. And hey, listen, like, there's a lot of movies in right, <laughs> the history no, of Hollywood where sure. all of them are gay. Right. It's not openly gay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's like, but I think that that kind of got wrapped into the marketing too a little bit of being like, this is a, is a historic movie, but then it's also like from a, again, seeming like a fairly conventional rom-com it's like not necessarily historically in new in the approach mm -hmm. to the movie like just i just think there's like a couple of things with it where it's like you know there's reasons and there's probably a lot of reasons why it you know didn't turn out the way that people wanted it to or thought it would and that doesn't mean that again it's not going to pop off at some other later date but um yeah and to conflate that with just being like so if this and that happened instead of being like, there's maybe a multiplicity of factors affecting mm -hmm. the lower performance than we thought it would have to go straight to being like, everyone's homophobic. It's like, yeah, America is still pretty homophobic. There are like rising people trying to push for more homophobic laws that will make a bunch of people's lives much harder. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a core problem. But then to also not be like, hmm, there might be some other factors going on with this too yeah. in terms of like pop culture and what people want to consume. Can we think of any, cause that was a good point. Cause we named a bunch of, movies uh, that circled around gay storylines and like gay characters and, and primarily whatever. But are there comedies like that? Yeah. I mean, I think there are like the birdcage is a good example is a I very funny movie, but I'm happy Which, to make something that being up. said, I don't know that the main characters were gay because uh, what's his name? He was Patch Adams. He was the genie. He's mm -hmm. Robin, uh, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams is like one of the lead characters in The Birdcage, and mm. it is like a gay storyline, and it's basically like... Robin Williams. He's the fucking... Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. He's Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I, 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 for whatever reason, I'm like <laughs> struggling to remember if I'm getting the right Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, it's, the, it's the right no, guy. Different but he's Robin a, Williams. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, uh, it's him and Nathan Lane, and it's a very funny movie. Um, mm. And it's a classic as well of like funny movies. I mean, I think there are good examples. There's also like other things that become more of a cult uh, hit yeah. within gay communities and that kind of thing too. Um, I mean, having, having like prominent gay lead characters has been a thing for a while. I mean, going back to like Will and Grace in the nineties, like people love that. Like people like, I mean, Shit's Creek now I, is he, is he gay in the show? The Gene Hackman's son Shit's Creek. Dan, you know? I, don't know, I don't watch that show, Dan but people love it. Like that's like kind of like the new it, office. It it's yeah. kind of like the new, I've seen a couple episodes. It's, it's good from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. I've just never been hooked into it, but like yeah. there's no shortage of, like and and right. these aren't even like you know it's good when nobody even talks about like if you have to talk about the fact of like well the sexual orientation of these it's like then that now you're trying to sell it to me on some other point other than I mean, it's good i guess mm. that being said it's like 
you can choose to not do it. That doesn't mean that some people aren't going to talk about it and be like, I liked it except for um, <laughs> gay. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, would have been great if they, <laughs> if they weren't trying to make our children gay. <laughs> yeah, this R-rated like, comedy. Right, This if this R-rated comedy wasn't meant to- like, Rated R for really gay. <laughs> yeah, so- mm. Do you guys yeah. mind if I take a quick uh, stumble out to the back of the garage and uh, pee? Okay. Go for it. Rated yeah, R for, for it. relieving myself. I'll do a little <laughs> ad break. You guys can have a little couples fake ad quarrel. Break. Can yeah. you guys argue? If you, you guys could just fight, real fight real quick. <laughs> if you guys could fight so loud that no one can hear me pee, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, we'll just we'll just run through the delicious food that we had today. Mm-hmm. Got a a loaf of dipping bread yeah. from the farmers market, pre sliced Tuscan style dipping bread. Yes. Um, toasted that up on the racks of the oven. <laughs> no, the steel baking sheet. Oh, nice! How you got me for yeah, my birthday? Very cool. Um, cooked up some bacon, some center cut bacon. Yep, and you like to. And I put some of you bake my. It. You bake the bacon. Yeah, I bake the bacon mm-hmm. on a sheet of parchment paper. Cooks evenly. Cooks evenly. Put some of my lemon starburst salt, pepper. Lemon starburst is a a pepper a, that I grow. Yeah, a hot pepper, not a candy. And in I this case. yeah, not not a candy. <laughs> That would be insane if you were grinding yeah. up lemon Candy starbursts. salt. <laughs> yeah, it really gums up the grinder, but it's worth it. But it's good. But it's good. Um, yeah, lemon starburst, <laughs> salt, pepper, flip, mm-hmm. pepper, and a little brown sugar. Yep. For the rest of the cook. Got a nice little heirloom tomato. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth made some leek salt. Wild, wild leek. leek salt. Yeah. Up foraged. From, yeah, foraged in... New York. In the wilds of rural New York. Exactly. And then infused into a mineral salt from Germany. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) Really just a world traveling BLT. (laughs) Yeah. All the way from New York to Mm -hmm. Germany to Baltimore. Yep. And then pickled some fresh peppers. Yep. Throw those in there. Fresh pickles. Fresh cucumber pickles. Some fresh arugula. Yep. And then boy, oh boy. I wish I got that sandwich last week at CBP. <laughs> <laughs> this message is brought to you by Charles Village Pub. <laughs> Towson location. <laughs> not the, the one, one that doesn't Village burn down. That burned down in a grease fire. Um, I don't know if they actually put a new CBP up in the original location. Yeah, they might not have done it. Because I think that happened again like, well, right before the pandemic. Well, that being said, when we got there for, to meet people for brunch, he's like, are you sure you're at the right location? And oh, I was like, true. yeah, I'm sure that we're not at the one that burned down. Yeah. <laughs> burned down. And also, I think it was like 2018, I want to say. You're talking about... Uh, the actual Charles Village pub. Yeah. Um, so named because it's in Charles Village. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's down by Hopkins. Well, I mean, hey, if we want to get into semantics here, every THB outside of Towson I is mean, a fraud as well. Abs- mm-hmm. I would agree with you. It says that it is open. So mm-hmm. I guess they rebuilt it after the grease fire. And I, I just never so. checked back up. Wait, so both of these locations had fires? No, just the original Charles Village pub location in well, Charles Village. The one in Towson did, too. Towson did burn oh, okay. a well, little bit. That one I didn't know about, but it then it sounds like... just a smidge. They mm. should call it 
fire village. <laughs> uh, sounds like they're not very good with fire safety. <laughs> Look. Sounds like that's that's one of the main uh, parts of their brand that they yeah. had to keep. Mm-hmm. They just do a lot of come on in schemes. and <laughs> maybe make it out alive. Different. It looks the menu's totally different. But the one thing that we have in common at both locations, the name and our lack of awareness for fires. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Smokey the bear hates us. They're nice people. Um, uh, so you said 2018 was the I Charles Village Charles Village Pub. That's what. Again, I am just like I've been making up the statistics. That number is based on a feeling. That yeah, but I know that there was a considerable fire that like there was a GoFundMe for it, et cetera. Mm. And I believe that it was after I was actively going to that because my friends and I used to go to the Charles Village pub. Mm-hmm. We would do trivia nights there. And so then when Eric, when Eric and I were just beginning to go out and he was like, yeah, we're going to go to CVP. I was like are you sure we're all going to fit there? Because it's a pretty yeah. small bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't know well, that I, there was even one in Towson. I think that for, for conversation purposes, uh, the Towson location is... Wait, do they call it CVP in Charles Village too? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I always call it the Charles Village pub when I go to Charles oh, Village. And when I go to the Towson one, I, I use call it a, CVP. <laughs> I use their Christian name when like I go if, to the, like if I were the Charles Village like pub. If I were to go Towson's to, like your friend. Yeah. You gave him a nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, oh, we're going right. to CVP. Like if I went to Towson Hot Bagels, you'd go, oh, you're going to Towson. But if I said I went to THB, you'd be like, yeah. one in Canton? Which yeah, one? Which one? Yeah, for sure. Well, because that's part of the thing too of where it's... Uh, it's funny to me that it's even called CVP because it's not in Charles Village. So it's yeah. like, why not even have a different name for it? But then CVP becomes not initials that indicate anything about the location mm-hmm. rather than a, I guess it's like a sign that signifies mm-hmm. the relationship to the original location as opposed to any geographical ties. Well, it's yeah. like anything else. Well, I mean, that's why is. the point in Towson is weird because it's not actually on a point. Yeah. The point right. in Fells right. is exactly. at Fells Point. So you have the things where it's like there's a relationship and that's the reason why they have the same or similar names. But in mm-hmm. fact, they too have been removed from their original context to the point where they bear no resemblance to the original yeah, thing. Yeah. That another another strange thing I've always found weird, Kathmandu Kitchen, not in Kathmandu. Yeah. It's in Towson. It's in mm. Towson. I mean, if you think about the fact... Well, Towson just, Best was already taken. Well, Towson Best was... <laughs> Towson yeah. Best. Was yeah. I, I think that what you're really trying to I capture... I think maybe CVP had trouble coming up with a name because there's already a Towson Tavern. There is a Towson Tavern. Yeah. And I think it more so comes down to like like when you have like New York pizza. It's like, okay, not every New York pizza... I mean, there's there's obviously places across the United States that are called like New York pizza, blah, 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 mm-hmm. um, or Philly cheesesteaks. It's like they're not all in Philly and they're not all new. What you're talking about is capturing a vibe and right. the vibe is or Charles an, Village. An expectation. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when I go to CVP in Towson, <laughs> I expect to feel like I'm in Charles Village. That's I so want to feel the impending grease fire. Yes. Really? Uh, what's interesting is that because if you're saying that uh, it doesn't have to be exactly 2018, yeah. but what I'm gathering from your feelings yes. is that this fire at the Charles Village pub happened fairly recently relative yeah. to the Towson one, which happened before I was even off to go to bars. I think we were in high school when the Towson CVP. Which is so out. wild to I me. So. so that's then part of the thing as well as like I grew up my whole life not aware of even the existence of a CVP Towson until 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Whereas then I had been going to, as soon as I was old enough to drink, or even before that, I think, going to CVP. C- CV. Charles, yeah. Charles yeah. Village. CV proper. Pub, which is also a bar that my father went to when he was a Hopkins student. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that one, I was like, oh, this is a thing. It's been a thing. I go to this bar. My dad's been to this bar for a long time. Mm-hmm. Not even aware. I've never even been to that one. Yeah, exactly. Never even been. Because you're coming from a different context as yeah. well. Yeah, I've been Not a big once, Charles Village guy. TBH. Yeah. Not THB. TBH. Mm-hmm. Not a big Charles Thousand Village guy. Thousand Bot Hagels. Yeah. Thousand Bot Hagels. Well, and like I would spend more time in, in Charles Village too because we that was like the hangout spots for my friends in high school were like you had mostly like your, uh, timbers. It was a lot of stuff that was just high like High school reunion that. there, didn't you? Or something like that. Didn't you have a reunion? I did. I had my tenure recently. And now that I'm thinking about how I'm talking about this and that kind of stuff, I'm like, actually, I was only like about to turn 22 when I met you. So I hadn't Mm. been going out to bars even that long. Mm. I just long enough to form really strong opinions about whether or not I would be surprised if there was a CVP in Towson. You you, you can't just go out to bars without already having opinions about bars. Oh, you got to have a ton of opinions. You got to walk in and as soon as you walk into a bar, be like, this is going to form all... uh, yeah, I think I know what's going on here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah absolutely. Do your yes, best. I did. I just had my 10-year reunion this year. It was at someone's house, though. But yeah, It was at someone's house? Someone's parents' house. Okay. Well, I, that's what I figured. I yeah, figured. yeah, yeah. Well, actually, five-year reunion parents' house makes sense. 10-year reunion still makes sense. I mean, look at us. We're all mm-hmm. past our 10-year reunions, and yeah. none of us have houses. None of us. Sorry, grammar. Grammar police. <laughs> None of us has houses. I hate that. That's my none least of us has favorite. Houses. That's <laughs> grammatically none of us has correct. Proper. More than one. That house. is proper because none stands for not one. Mm-hmm. Not one of us has a house, and that's my one of my least favorite grammatical things. Also, another thing that pisses me off is it's technically it is I, not it is me. Or yeah, because um, well, it, that and that has to do with like cases which a lot of people don't ever learn about in English, but cases. it's basically like, depending on the sentence order, mm-hmm. where it comes. So if it's a subject, you would use I. Mm-hmm. And if it's an object, either a direct object or an indirect object, you would use me. Mm-hmm. But it is, is is an equal sign. So it has to be... Equal. Equal. It is I. It's They're a linking still verb, in the as they subject. call it. Yeah. Mm. So. Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... It doesn't transform it. Into an object, because yeah, is I yeah you know there are certain things about English that I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Overall, if I had <laughs> that, I think I'll allow that. <laughs> All right, English okay, is rotten. English. Tomatoes score, and I'm just giving English at eighty nine percent. I like it's fresh, s- certified fresh. Yeah. <laughs> Grade it's it's a it's a I love minus. Just like continuing to just pull numbers out of here and just being like. It's it's all right. Um, yeah. I like it for the most part. Um, but there are things that I don't care. I, 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 I refuse to say it because even though I know it's correct, it like things can be right without being right. Yeah. Like if I were to sit here well, and be like, like common, yeah. Common usage, like at a certain point, does change the rules. Otherwise, yeah. why... Why do we have rules if the rules don't if 
if the rules don't reflect how people are actually using the language, mm -hmm. then you're setting up rules to basically just be like, if you can follow the rules, if you are even aware of all the rules and following them correctly, then you're basically, it's mostly a class thing, mm -hmm. right? Of just being like, who can do this the best because they know the best because they were educated the best because they mm -hmm. had the resources to do so versus or should language follow like what's everyone doing though if yeah. if only like one person is doing everything correctly mm -hmm. then what's the fucking point yeah it's it's like and it's like it's it, and it all figures itself out really i mean like i mean like if we were sitting here and you were like yeah dude i saw that band playing at the point the other week and i was like dude that was i <laughs> that was hot that twas was was <laughs> it's like you're like what and you're like what dude i'm just grammatically correct you got a problem with that <laughs> do you have a problem that it was i who speaks correctly and you'd be like all right dude i guess you're smart but like you're kind of annoying right kind right. of an annoying yeah. guy is that powdered wig new <laughs> never noticed it before buy a powdered wig wow. it's like yeah. it, certain things they just figure themselves out i mean it, but at the, like i said figures itself out i mean look at a certain point it's like there's a reason why spanish french italian uh romanian and portuguese are all romance languages yeah. because they all branch off of latin that means that at a certain point in history over the course of hundreds of generations people that all spoke latin were in various realms and intermingling their native language with latin and also you factor in this was thousands well, of like, years ago yeah where they're like not really maintaining that much day-to-day -day communication like people that live in france I are mean, not actively talking to people that live in spain day-to-day -day. there's no internet to see a guy on tv speaking yeah. spanish so like they just start saying shit differently to the point where now they're literally different languages. Right. Well, and you can even go back like way, way far and be like there's like Indo-European, like mm -hmm. these root languages of like people coming across land and you have these different like language families that kind of break off at different points so that there are these kind of very like basic root sounds that indicate mm -hmm. meaning towards these different things. And then you get into like, okay, the Roman empire taking over large areas of Europe that changing things a lot. Yeah. I mean, English is primarily grammar wise, a German based yeah. language. Considering that we don't, I mean, one of the big distinctions is we don't have gendered uh, nouns. I mean, even in Greek, yeah. Even in, and it's obviously Latin. We really lucked so, out on that one. <laughs> we don't have gendered nouns. I yeah. mean, like yeah. the idea in, in Spanish, like you're saying like la flora and you also yeah. say el año. And it's like every noun usually uh, has a gender. Mm -hmm. Like a ship is female. Yeah. A car is male. And it a lot of it probably is arbitrary, which makes you wonder like why are certain nouns feminine and why are certain nouns it masculine yeah. you don't know and then in german too you also have some of them are neuter so they don't have wait does german gender. have mm -hmm. gendered nouns yeah it Didn't has uh yeah masculine feminine neuter so maybe mm. okay so that actually goes against my theory that i was well, feeling and it's in it's it's an interesting still make it up you can still make it up still make it up you can still make it up i wasn't done making it up now you guys are just gonna like sorry dude go go for it hit me with facts 
<laughs> Jesus, I, mean, I didn't know I was in the court of law right now. Oh Can I gosh. just make a goddamn thing up? Let me make it up. <laughs> All right. I didn't want to know. As <laughs> I wanted I to make it was up. saying. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that uh, German had. Gen- that now that makes me wonder. Then what the fuck is with? Okay. So is Anglo-Saxon the thing that we get the the non the neutral nouns from? Then if um. German, because I always just assume that like. The Anglo languages were Germanic. I always thought that I just associated well, German, Saxon, Sac of Saxon, Saxony. Yeah, that's and that's part of the thing too. Is like it's also like all of it is more complicated, especially because for a long time you didn't necessarily have uh, countries or borders or other things like that. You had mm-hmm. natural borders created by like rivers mm-hmm. or whatever. But the they'd the, still fuck you up if you came in though. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You have like uh, for a long point in time just kind of like nomadic tribes of people moving around to different areas it was like who a are somewhat yeah. uh, grouped by language and whether their languages are mutually intelligible which mm-hmm. can you know completely change it's not really until you have like the roman empire coming through being like what's up we're gonna take all this shit over let's give the group we're gonna we're here. gonna name your areas for you mm-hmm. and then we're going to like write all of this stuff down mm-hmm. having or not having a written language also has an effect on the way that you store remember and like standardize mm-hmm. language as mm-hmm. well too well yeah i don't know I, I i feel like uh the first written languages existed probably what's the earliest recorded one probably a couple three thousand four thousand no probably even longer ago than yeah. that um, but it was less about that there existed a written form, but more so just the idea that for, for thousands of years after the first written languages appeared, the average person yeah, wasn't didn't participating know how, in that. couldn't participate yeah. in it. So, so like, it's, it's less about the fact that these written forms existed, but more so about the education of the public. I mean, it's, it's very yeah. easy. Which um, was not a thing that m- almost any society was particularly interested Nobody in cared. for a long time because they were like, yeah, it's way easier to tell people what to do if they couldn't read it. The idea themselves. of a society is a, a fairly society. new concept because the idea of a society uh, kind of um, implies that there's a group of people that all share certain like uh, roles in mm. the the group. And, and the idea of that beside the idea of just people that had power just being like, okay, like what the fuck society? No, I own this shit and you guys do this. And then like, whatever you got to do in the context of that is great. But like society, we're talking about society. There's no society. Like here's a farmland. You work it all day. And then like, maybe you can like take some home to eat. So you're alive for tomorrow when you do the same fucking thing again. It's like, it's not really a society. It's like people didn't have rights. Like there was no rights. Like there was no like, uh, you know, like why do you need to learn how to read, dude? Do you need to know how to read a cob of corn? No, you do not. Fucking harvest it, bitch. Yeah. That's your job. I'm not asking you to fucking get educated. Yeah. And when you do that, pretty easy to take people over. And, you know. (laughs) To a certain degree. I mean, there's still like, you can go back to like a lot of stuff of being like, creating order in society like the first rules or whatever that we have recorded being like Hammurabi's code that's old as hell mm-hmm. you know like of just being like hey stop stealing stuff or I'm gonna you, oh you're gonna steal stuff I 
chop off your arm. Like, you know, like that kind of stuff of being like, there's consequences for your actions. Mm -hmm. That kind of like having an understanding of like norms of some sort, I think is pretty old. So how do you feel about, give give the, uh, but also, what was your theory? Because I feel like you got sidetracked by wondering where the oh, Germans oh. popped in there. Oh, no, no, no. My theory <laughs> was that um, basically just kind of discussing how, like, English obviously has uh, so much influence from Latin and Greek, but also the Germanic aspect. And I had always assumed that one of the primary Germanic aspects of the language was the non-gendered mm. nouns. But then you're telling me that German has gendered nouns. Yeah. So now my theory is debunked, which is why I preferred to move past <laughs> to not it. Know. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that you wanted Because I felt <laughs> like you really wanted to say it. So I didn't I no, wanted I didn't to make sure to say you it. had the opportunity to Elizabeth, say it. Elizabeth, trust okay. me, if I wanted to say it, yeah. I would have fucking said it. Well, you did say it. So <laughs> <laughs> I would have said it. <laughs> you said it, so you did. You put me on the spot. But okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah um yeah you know uh you know look obviously you know we talk about romans uh, i'm core italian i, I mm-hmm. a, a fourth of me is like hell yeah um well, but you got to give credit to the greeks boy and yeah and they they did a little bit of a uh, colonialism too oh they did plenty they did some a uh, little magna grecia kind of stuff mm-hmm. we've got a uh, you know, at the museum that I work at, we have some Apulian vases that nice. are Greek influenced from when they took over chunks of Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, got some, uh, got some different things going on with that. Definitely, the Greeks Romans were, loved Greek shit, dude. They, they did. Really they did. were obsessed. They were like, "What do we do?" And the Greeks were like, "Well, we've been doing this." And the Romans were like, "All right, good idea. We'll do that. We'll do that. More. We'll change the names. Yeah, change the names but, uh, a little bit. It's gonna be the same because it's ours now. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you yeah. know." It's like, yeah, I think what the Romans did right, you know, uh, is uh, they kind of, look, if you look at the way the Mongolians did stuff and you look at the way, um, I'm trying to think of other empires, uh, a lot, so much of conquest before, uh, what makes the Romans, in my opinion, and the Greeks on a light, slightly less le- lesser level, so successful as empires, is that they understood the concept of allowing people to maintain a certain level of cultural identity within the empire. Um, that's not to say that, like, obviously, yeah, it wouldn't be as much as if they were completely independent. Right, if but, they didn't get uh, violently, <laughs> yeah. like, subjugated, for but, sure. But also, here's the thing, and here's 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 the reality. Uh, the every... I can't, I can't think of a culture or any any group of people that was not in some level involved with warring with other cultures. And Mm -hmm. it's like, so yeah, the Romans walked into uh, fucking modern day Britain and stuff like that and modern day France and took them over. But it's not like before the Romans got there, they were all just chilling there watching Netflix and we're like, dude, isn't it so great that we never fight with each other and right. like we're all so peaceful sure. and like we don't sacrifice each other. And like the Romans came in and were like, hey, guys, uh, ever heard of uh, violence? And then fucking no. beat everybody's ass. No, it's, it's like, not to say that. Yeah, but it it did like very much so change a lot of the ways that that happened. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it also, I think, maybe even more significant for what like I'm interested in, which is I am very interested in like what were people doing before the Romans came in. I think that that's a cool thing to think about. Uh, Halloween. But, <laughs> Halloween, dude. And you know I love it. Mm-hmm. Big Halloween people. Um, Paganism. But it also really, yeah, set the scene for later on the Catholic Church to kind of wipe through there and be like, actually, we're going to purposely erase as mm-hmm. much as we can of your... Uh, 
your beliefs, what you were doing, your traditions, but also kind of like the Romans in a certain way, allow some flexibility for that mm-hmm. so that some things could persist as opposed to like later versions. However, there's, you know, we don't yeah. need, I feel like this is getting into well, it's the same way, like, you know, the half remembered history like Christians or whatever, like when they bring Christianity to like, you know, when missionaries are right, going to yeah. different tribes and villages, they tie in Jesus to their beliefs. Sure. Well, They're and like, that's well, no, you're just wrong. It's like, actually named Jesus. Right. And you should be praying to him. Or and even we'll let when, you do um, some crazy little things here and there, people... but just remember it's all for the greater good of Christianity. So they yeah. just kind of they just kind of insert their characters into another storyline. To yeah, a certain like degree. Bros. Well, and so that was an interesting thing is like when people were coming to the Americas and trying to convert native people who lived in the Americas, the like French Canadian Jesuit Catholics were a lot more successful than most of the like Protestants who were trying to convert people because Mary is such an important figure in Catholicism and not emphasized in a lot of Protestant things so that they were able to like connect their like great mother Mm. to Mary, like to be able to like map different belief systems onto a new belief system that still had this like very important feminine figure. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'm kind of pissed, not going to lie that, uh, Looking back, like I should be believing in Zeus and stuff. That'd be kind of tight, mm-hmm. honestly. But also, eh, what are you gonna I, do now? I'd be wrong. <laughs> you know, Zeus. I mean, is just God, and like you know, like look, <laughs> that's, maybe, that's literally what they that's, did. That's back literally back. you me fell for it. Colonize for it, dude. <laughs> Call me colonize. <laughs> like, but I'm sorry, you've been bro. Had. You've been. Hoodwinked. I got got. Did I get got? <laughs> yeah. And right. you know what? I got God. <laughs> so how about that? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting to think about. Mm. I got but, uh, God. So that's the name of the app. That's the name of the app. I got God. I think so. Guys, do we have any more things we want to make up? Should we make up more <laughs> we stuff? Go all or? day, but <laughs> yeah, we've made up a lot of stuff. We've made up a lot of stuff. A lot of numbers. A lot of now, honestly, facts. Facts. They're now we've facts. We've made up at this point thousands of years of Western history. Yeah. <laughs> so we've really been pretty ambitious. If you're trying to figure out how we got here, just listen to this episode. Right. Pretty much <laughs> sums it up. Pretty much wow. Yeah. Have you guys Society. heard of hardcore history? Well, this is hypothetical history. <laughs> this is, mm, I think I heard that somewhere in history. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I feel confident. Oh, man. Um, Liz, Lizzie, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Danger, Norma, do you have any crazy, crazy plugs you want to plug? Um, you know, honestly, not too much going on right now other mm-hmm. than Eric and I will be doing some ghost tours this month. Yes, that is so true. if you want to look at the Sykesville ghost tours. God, this is a big month for you guys. You guys mm-hmm. do do that. Yeah. We're, we're in the spooky industry now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you guys find yourselves near Sykesville on the main street. Yeah, uh, we will be doing some ghost tours. You might this just fall. see us haunting, haunting Main Street, <laughs> the mm. Main Street, doing some walking tours. Yeah, spooky. Yeah. It'll be fun. Spooky. Mm-hmm. I might, I might actually attend one of those. Hell yeah, get a chance. I think it'd be nice. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to take you guys seriously, but yeah, I'll go. <laughs> you can be like, I'll I'd, see if I can hold it together. <laughs> you guys say something talking like, out of their ass. <laughs> they, don't, right. they don't know. Prove it. <laughs> you feel like where that? are the stats <laughs> ghost stats yeah um yeah that's that's see that's what i like mm-hmm. about october if there's any month to just make some shit up 
that feels right. It's October. It's October. It's October. I feel spooky. Yeah. There's no logical thing there. But you know what? If you want to be the fucking Nathan that says that that we can't just feel spooky in October because there's no scientific basis to ghosts and ghouls and goblins, well, dude, you know what? Sit there. You're yeah, you're no better. Why don't better. you go sit in your basement and turn the light off? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, what yeah, you yeah. believe. Yeah. Why don't you go sit there and tell somebody that was I, and then talk about like, no, I'm done with it, dude. <laughs> that was I. I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, Eric, what about you, dude? Any other additional um, spooky plugs? I mean, I'm just I'm on a couple work trips this month. Other than that, spooky. just the ghost tours, baby. Come yeah. on out. Hell yeah, guys! Unfortunately, for the the Republic of Maryland. I am not leading any ghost tours. Um, hmm. I'm happy to tell you Shame. some ghost stories, so on request. Uh, <laughs> if you just see me out. And if out. you see me out, ask me to tell you something <laughs> spooky. I'll think of something. Um, I'll make something up. <laughs> yeah, I'll make something up. It's fine. Uh, but uh, what's, what's not spooky and what can be proven by empirical data is that uh, I play every Tuesday at Perennial in Towson from 5 to 8.30, uh, including this Tuesday. Um, also, I will be at Bruising Barrels, uh, in Gaithersburg. Gaithersburg loves to name their places after what exists inside of them. <laughs> um, so if you come to Bruising Barrels, you will not be surprised that there is a plethora of brews and also a significant amount of barrels. Uh, at Brews and Barrels in Gaithersburg, that's October 12th. That's a Wednesday, 7 to 9. The patented two-hour Gaithersburg set. Uh, on Friday the 14th, beware, just missed you. <laughs> Friday the 14th, I will be at the horse you came in on with the band from 10 to 1.30, uh, also known as Close or Last Call. And then... On October 15th, if you exist in the Bel Air, Harford County area, uh, and you are a member of the Moose Lodge, a secret society, mm. are you a member of the Bel Air Illuminati, the Belluminati? I will be at the Bel Air Moose Lodge from 7 to 11, uh, and that's a semi-private event, and I don't normally announce those things uh, unless there's a nice pun I can work into it. Um, so that's that. At Jimmy Seleski on everything at Sophomore MD. New single coming out this month featuring both of the people sitting in oh, the wow. room. Oh, yeah. Um, both of, Keep you, an ear out. Yeah, if you listen tightly to the vocals at the end of the song, you will hear the voices, the angelic voice of young Eric Glazer. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, who was flexing a little bit earlier, but we'll let him slide on that, <laughs> on his vocals. And, of course, Elizabeth Danger Norman. Also in the gang vocals as well. So that's cool. At SoftwareMD, Software on Spotify. Um, at Eric Glazer on everything. And yes, you sir. are you have different names on everything. You're yeah. at Lizzie Normal on Twitter mm -hmm. still. And but you're Elizabeth Danger Norman on Instagram. Yep. So follow those people as well. Um, guys, live from the studio at LFTS Podcast across the board. Until next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.